Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am your host, Heather Hommel, the MFR coach, and I help MFR therapists to either establish their MFR only practice or reestablish the practices that they have to make them even more fun, busier, and help them to make more money. Today, we are going to be talking about clear policies and why they matter. I have been coaching many MFR therapists new and established on policies this summer. With people becoming more busy in their personal and working lives, many people are late canceling, no-showing, and or dropping off of schedules altogether. I want you to know that if this is happening to you and to your schedule, that nothing has gone wrong. People are relearning how life works right now and learning how to multitask and have more and more things going on in their lives as the world kind of reopens and we are establishing our lives post-COVID. People are really having to figure out how do they multitask and how do they have a schedule that they need to follow. But aside from that little phase where, where we all have to learn how to live our lives again, the biggest obstacle to eradicating no-shows, late cancels, and people falling off of your schedule is to have very clear policies and procedures in place before you have a problem. Second to having the policies is your ability to communicate the policies to your clients so that they understand what happens if they don't follow them. This is completely on your end to educate them and to also understand and like how you are going to enforce the policies. You can have policies for days, but if you have no intention or you're scared to enforce them, it's as good as having no policy at all. Many of us love to have the standard 24-hour cancellation policy. The problem with this is that it likely does not give you enough time to fill that spot, even if you're lucky enough to have the full 24 hours. What reality is, is someone texts you or leaves you a voicemail or email that they need to cancel. Only as a solo practitioner, even if you get that message within 24 hours, You aren't done with your own patients until 6 p.m. or later that day. So that leaves you scrambling after and outside of your business hours to fill that spot if you're lucky enough to fill it that quickly. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to have more work for myself at the end of my day. And as a solo practitioner, this can happen and it can come up where you are, you know, you're doing all of the jobs in your clinic. You're the front desk, you're the salesperson, you are the practitioner, you are customer service, you are follow-up person, all of the things. I like to offer you more room in your policy. You can either keep your 24-hour policy, but send out your reminder email way ahead of the 24 hours. So people can give you more of a heads up because they're getting reminded even earlier, or you can make your cancellation window bigger. 
I had a 48 hour cancellation policy. If someone canceled within that window for a non-emergent reason, I charged them the entire price of their treatment session. Did I enforce the policy? Yes. Did I make it known that was the policy? Yes. It was on the paperwork that they had to sign electronically. And I also verbalized it and made sure they understood it multiple times on their intake. I was very clear about how to communicate with me if they needed to cancel an appointment or to reschedule. Texting wasn't allowed. Emailing wasn't allowed. It had to be a phone call. This is another area to get really, really clear on with your communication. It might seem easier and even as if you're being more accessible to allow your clients to text you. And this can quickly escalate into something undesirable depending on who has your phone number and how they respect sleeping hours, weekends, and special communication favors. It also makes it really easy for people to say things they wish they didn't say. Teach your patients to reach you by phone and make it your habit not to text to check on your patients in between appointments. If you're really curious how they're doing, call them if you need to do a follow-up. Think about how you interact with your dentist. How often do they casually text you? How often do you text them to set up appointments? Likely never. Maybe they text you for a appointment reminder. That's totally fun and cool. I love that. You'll have better and clearer and fast communication talking with your real words from your mouth to your clients and patients. So make it a habit. Now, this might be really uncomfortable for some people at first. And trust me, I am like the biggest phonophobia person. But through the years of learning how to just get to the point quicker with people, and that is by using the phone it really eliminates a lot of the anxiety that can come up with or the miscommunication that can come with using text and email as your main source of communication with your patients. And trust me, when your patients know the ground rules and what to expect as far as your policies go, they're going to be following through much easier with letting you know when their plans have changed versus just casually texting you last minute because, you know, it's just not a big deal to them and so obviously not a big deal to you either. The more you practice this phone communication with your patients, the easier it will become. Make this a new habit. Even if you have previously texted with clients, call them, let them know you aren't going to be using text as a form of communication for anything other than reminders from now on. They'll need to contact you via phone and you'll be contacting them in the same way. It just lets them know that there's a new boundary there. Now, I just want to reiterate that text message reminders are fine. Text, email reminders, those are great. People appreciate the reminder. And I also think that it can prevent you from having no shows and late cancels by providing that reminder. Just make sure those automations are set to come out ahead of your cancellation period so they actually have time to act to make a necessary change while still respecting the policies that are in place. And I highly recommend having an automated system that sends the reminders and reminds them of your policy right there in that reminder. It's much less likely that someone will will no-show or late cancel and then be shocked when they're expected to pay for their session. You know, some people will always be shocked no matter what, but this just helps you to establish what the rules are going into it. So one other thing I recommend is you check your state's actual rules and regulations about charging for services when people don't show up 
or if they've paid ahead for something and using, using that as the charge. Some areas might have specific rules that you need to adapt into your policies in order to enforce them fully. So just be aware of them so that you don't all of a sudden get some funny text from someone who Googled that they don't have to actually pay you and they, you can find anything on Google from 2009 that can back them up. So just make sure you are the one in charge of the policy and you fully understand and are falling in between where the laws are. Okay. Make sure your clients and your patients understand and acknowledge your policies every time they schedule an appointment with you. This just reiterates that this appointment is a priority and they are planning to make it and they understand what's going to happen if for some reason they decide not to come or they don't cancel within the 48 hours or whatever your policy is. If this becomes a problem for a client and it is likely at some point you will run into this, remind them of your policy. But before this ever happens, you need to know how you plan to handle it. Is it going to be dependent on your feelings? Is it dependent on if this client has done this before? Is it dependent on facts like time frame and policy violations? I recommend acting from a feeling of being firm in your policy and understanding if you give a one-time break, if you have no exceptions, if your only exceptions are illness or car accident. You make the rules, but you need to make sure that you have established what those rules are for yourself and that you're willing to follow them and that you like your reasons for them. When you like your reasons, it will always be easier to enforce. You'll understand why you're doing it. And you also will understand that you might not feel good enforcing the rules, but this is your job and how you prevent the loss of income in your business. These rules and policies are in place to protect both you and your clients that are wanting to come in for treatment. If someone is taking a spot with no intention to come in or to pay, this will weed them out very, very quickly and save you a lot of money in the long run. On a side note, I went a long time with a really wishy-washy 24-hour cancellation policy And I allowed clients to cancel late and there was no consequence. I wanted them to like me. I allowed them to show up late and I'd give them extra time. Sure, maybe they liked me, but it also set them up to keep doing this. There was no consequence to them. So why would they change? I was the one with all the consequences. My bottom line suffered, my self-respect, and I started to grow a large amount of resentment and felt much more burned out. Chasing people down to fill spots at the last minute takes a lot of time and can be very stressful. And what's even more stressful is when you thought you were going to make money in a day and you end up not because nobody shows up. That sucks. So don't create that in your practice. I choose to infuse ease and fun into my business at every turn. It's much easier and fun to know I'm getting paid no matter what. And if someone does cancel in that 48-hour window, I have plenty of time to fill that with a different paying customer, or I have something planned to do ahead of time for my business, or I can take personal time. And that just feels so much better rather than leaving it up to chance and developing yucky feelings about myself, my clients, and my business overall. Respect your business, your clients, and yourself and figure this stuff out so you create what you want ahead of time. Clients that respect and want to be seen in your office and who show up and then who get better because they're getting the treatment that they need. If you want more help with these types of business concerns, book a what is possible consultation call now and let's get going on your practice. 
Thank you so much for joining me today on the MFR Coaches Podcast. I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.